Welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of September 16th, 2013. This is episode, what is it, 208, and I am Adam Meyer, Creative Director for Interval, the healthcare marketing firm that puts on the podcast, and I am joined remotely today by... Robert Prevo, Senior Account Director at Interval. And Jackie Ritaco, Account Manager at Interval. Hey, guys. Howdy. Hello. Our uh, fearless leader is um, currently... Yeah, yeah. He's not in route yet. He or in is that right? Is that how you say it? In 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 route on rowdy in, in route <laughs> on rowdy to uh, the great country of uh, France. Is that correct? Sampling wine in Bordeaux and doing all those <laughs> fancy things. You know, I have never the been. Rough life. <laughs> yeah. I have never been, Jackie. I know you've been to your. Oh, I've been to your. I mean, I've been to London, but I have not been to which is kind of like you know, going downtown of any city in the United States <laughs> right. for the most part. Um, but uh, Jackie, I know you've been, you've been to at least Spain, but you've been to some other European countries, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I have been to quite a few. My, <laughs> oh, my, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend and I took one of those back t- back tra- backpacking trips after we graduated from college. So we visited about, you know, 10 different countries, but none of them were France. I have not yet been to France and... I've heard great things, so it's on my it's on my list. Yeah, and we, we and Robert, went, you just postponed a trip, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> we did. Things are getting a little busy, so we were gonna be in France actually at the same time, different different parts of the country. But um, I know you guys enjoyed giving us a hard time that Chris and I were taking a backpacking <laughs> trip <laughs> at the same time. But uh, we're gonna try to go in the spring instead. So cool. hopefully that'll happen. Yeah. Where have you Where have you been in the past? Have you been Have you been over there? You know, we went. We took a. We went, spent two days in France, like you, Adam. We went to London and then took the tube over to Paris and you know, spent a couple days and then came back. Um, that was that was like six seven years ago. Um. So yeah, but it's nice. It's really really cool city. Yeah. Yeah. Well, perhaps one day I shall venture back to the. <laughs> EU. For sure. So what do we have for updates? Well, they're all Shishmid related, <laughs> so I can I can dive into those. As I'm sure you've heard a million times, we will be podcasting via our exhibit booth in the exhibit hall um, at Shishmid. And we are having people sign up to be guests for our podcast. They are half hour time slots. The actual recording will be maybe about 20 minutes or so. But if you'd like to be a guest, definitely send, you can send me an email. It's Jackie at thinkinterval.com. And then also we're asking people to send us their biggest pain points uh, just to help kind of fuel the fodder for our podcasting at the conference as well. Don't send the actual point. Just send a description of said point. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. We want nothing to do with the actual pain point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just send me a one word. <laughs> a one word description a one of your word pain, pain point. point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can do with that. And then also, um, oh, go ahead. Ed. Yeah. What else? Nope. I was going to say what else is going on at Shishmid. Well, what isn't going on at Shishmid? That's what we should say. I know that Chris Bevelo will be speaking with Melissa Tizon. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Tuesday the 1st, and that's an 845 session on branding new healthcare ventures. 
And then we are also co-hosting Branding at the Bar. I believe this is year number two at Shishmid with Eruptor and Tea Leaves and Medicom. And that is Monday night at 6.30. And that is the Columbus Room A and B in the hotel. I believe it's right on the lobby level there. So you have your chance to win one of four iPad minis. So don't miss out. Yes, and enjoy some cocktails and odeurs. Odeurs. Horse devries. Yeah, you haven't been at a party. You haven't partied until you've been at uh, Branding at the Bar, or BAB, oh, yeah. as I like to call it. Yeah, we definitely it's... need to tell people they're going to be fed and there's going to be alcoholic beverages. So Yes, make and sure you have a ride home. Yeah. <laughs> a ride we have back all to the your incentives room. covered. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that might that might be a piggyback ride from uh, one of the uh, Medicom folks if you're staying in the hotel. <laughs> if you're lucky, I've seen it happen. I, li- I like how we're committing them to piggyback rides. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Joel, Joel is, uh, yeah, he's got that under control. Oh yeah, yeah. And I All think right. our booth at Shishmit is right as you come in the exhibitor hall. Isn't that right, Jackie? So you it can't is. miss us. No, you can't miss us. So come check us we'll out. Be there. And, uh, yeah, we'll be there in our arrogant glory. Well, it's it's <laughs> right with bastard glory. This is true, and it is right when you walk in. But our backs will be to you, so you're going to have to turn around the corner to come to the front of our booth. Is it? I thought we were facing the entry. No, I mean that would be the money booth. You probably have to pay a million dollars for that one. <laughs> is there somebody on the other side that is facing the entry? No, then it kind of goes into rows. We're just kind of this little island with one other exhibitor. But so you walk oh, in and you we see were... the back draping, and then you kind of come around the corner, and then you'll be able to. Uh, okay, I us. thought that we were facing that. Well, okay, whatever. No, that would be. Super we should sweet. probably call it off <laughs> if we're not facing the door. We should call it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be there facing the door. <laughs> you'll be standing on the other side of the curtain, just watching yeah. people, flagging them down, <laughs> creeping, stalking. It's what to do. All right, it's what you, it's what you do. All right. Well, what's on the? We got a couple of stories on the docket for today. Let's jump into the first one. And where should we start? We had we had an agenda which kind of got thrown off because, uh, well, we can't. Maybe, maybe we'll talk about it on one of the next shows. But something kind of something kind of funky happened. But we'll so we'll keep you in suspense until uh, <laughs> until maybe the next couple shows uh, when Chris is back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had some other we've had some other good fodder over the last couple of weeks that we haven't touched base on. So we reached deep into our. Uh, Fodder satchel, or our. <laughs> I was our just trying to come up with a good name for satchel. it. It's yeah, it's it's made of a rich Corinthian leather, um, <laughs> as many of our objects are in the office. Um, uh, but yeah, it came, comes from Reagan's uh, PR Daily, and uh, who found who ran across this one originally? Was it you, Jackie? Was it Katie when she was still with us, and then it just might up have and been left? Katie. It definitely wasn't me, but I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so Ohio State considers naming emergency room after Abercrombie and Fitch. This Obviously. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I probably wouldn't have had the reaction to this article that I did had the Abercrombie and Fitch CEO not been in the news lately for making some, or recently, I shouldn't say lately, it was probably a couple months ago at this point, for making some pretty ridiculous statements that shouldn't shock anybody. Um, but I'll jump into those maybe after we go through. I mean, it's a pretty short article on here. Yeah. Um, so let's see. There is a quote from the Ohio State Board of Trustees plans to vote later this week on whether to allow the name. 
Medical Center spokesman Bob Mackle, Mackey, Mackle, Mackle, explained in a explained it thusly in a statement. As a nonprofit health system, we value and recognize the benefits of philanthropic of philanthropic support uh, to our endeavors to improve health care in our community. So show us the money. Yeah, they're yeah, obviously big donors. Right, right. And it, and it looks like, think, well, it looks like, I'm just looking at another, actually an updated article. It looks like Abercrombie & Fitch gave 10 mil um, to the, the medical center in 2008. So they've given a, a ton of money. And yeah. in this updated article, I see that it looks like they are actually, the, the board of trustees passed a proposal to give uh, a name to the new emergency department. Um, so it looks like it's moving forward. Uh, which is interesting. I, wow. I guess I, I, I'm surprised, definitely. <laughs> um, it just seems, and I'm, I'm with you, Adam. I think, you know, the, that brand is, you know, it is what it is, but I think the, the CEO has really taken some pretty extreme measures, and I think with that, um, you know, has a reputation, and I think it's really kind of odd to, to tie that to a health institution, you know, yeah. so so much of their mm-hmm. uh, their clothing and their advertising is so so body image focused, and you know, the CEO is talking about you know their marketing to the cool kids, which right. I think oh, to totally. most people it's just that's just kind of gross in terms of well, like, it's, really, and it's not a even it's not even that he came, it's not even that they say that they're. I mean, it would be one thing if they just said they're marketing to the cool kids, uh, but they blatantly said, I mean, let me see if I can find the quote here. I mean, it wasn't just, hey, we market to the cool kids, because, you know, that I could probably forgive, because it's not like, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're calling out other people for not being cool. I mean, you are, mm-hmm. in a sense, and, you know, I certainly know what it's like to be the victim of not being the cool kid. Um <laughs> So let's see. No. Let's see. Here's here's the quote. So I googled it to find a play, a resource that had the uh, the uh, quote, and the first thing that came up was top ten top ten douchebag statements made by Abercrombie and Fitch CEO Mike Jeffries. There's some pretty good pictures of this guy too. He is a interesting. The comparisons they make of his photo to other people are <laughs> are pretty hilarious. I should give you the. I didn't give you guys this link before, but. Uh, He's compared not. He's compared. Uh, well, one of them is pretty cruel. I'll just let you see the article when we post it in the show. <laughs> anyway, um, here it is. Every in every school, there are cool and popular kids, and then there are the not so cool kids. He says candidly, we go after the cool kids. We go after the attractive all American kid with great attitude and a lot of friends. <laughs> so that's who. That's that's, so that's that is absurdly. It's just so out of touch. I mean, what? Yeah. who says that? I mean, it's one thing if that's your policy and that's kind of your behind-the-door you know, philosophy that drives how you do business. Um, that's fine. you know. Uh, well, I mean, it's not fine, really. But <laughs> as long as you keep it kind of behind wraps and it's like you don't come out and say it. It's one of those things. It's, you, it's a thing you think and don't say. I mean, good God. Who, whose mouth does that come out of? Clearly, this guy's bizarrely shaped mouth right. if you <laughs> yeah. um but there's a whole list of there's a whole list of quotes on this page that, that that are ridiculous things that came out of this guy's mouth apparently um but i mean this is a brand that is blatantly exclusionary and right. it seems just ridiculous to to you know for a non-profit organization a hospital in a community to want yeah. to you know, it's one thing to connect yourself, you know, just simply by accepting the donations. Um, and it's another to like name yourself 
after that, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's ironic in a setting where, you know, in an emergency department where no one is turned away, it's just so right, not aligned, right. you know, mm-hmm. where, yeah, it seems odd. But yeah. money talks. I mean, I think that this boils down to is when you're talking millions of dollars, yeah. it's, you know, unfortunate, but you know, that's, looks like that's what's winning out. Mm-hmm. And I also, I also, you know, there's, I'm sure there's, more thought that went into it in terms of this is a local, you know, Ohio based company. I'm sure they've done, I guess I'm assuming they've done a lot of good in the, for the community, for the state maybe. Um, But I just think the, from a national perspective and and the brand connection, it just seems really misaligned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw this too, is, I mean, of all brands, I mean, they jokingly in this article mentioned like the forever 21 emergency department or something and it's plastic surgery yeah Yeah. or the the gap center for proctology (laughs) well exactly and it's just you know i mean i remember when i was younger like middle school younger shopping at abercrombie and just thinking they were so cool but over the years they've just had such they've come under such fire for just some of the crap they've done and i mean the list goes on and on so it's just you know as a brand it's not a the highest integrity all the time as far as I'm concerned. So that part's kind of interesting. Well, they, and they've been in the news a lot for the way they've treat, they've treated employees for yeah. like not being cool enough or, you know, or whatever, you know, I mean here, I'm actually wearing a pair of Abercrombie and Fitch shorts today, but I've owned these shorts. I will say, I will say <laughs> that these shorts, I've, I've owned these shorts for 10 years, I think. <laughs> See, then it's okay. They, they're, there's some pretty damn yeah. So I bought them ten years ago, probably maybe even more than that at this point. To be honest, I can't believe how long these shorts have lasted you, me. So they were certainly a good investment. Um, though I, I'm going to guess I paid some stupid amount for them when I did buy them. You should be very proud um, that those still fit you. Uh, well, they were a little big when I bought them, and they've got you know a waistband that's uh, kind of adjustable, elastic. So I will say I, I fill out these shorts in the waist a little better than I did uh, 12 years ago. That's for damn sure. You know, it's, it's funny though that I think it is interesting the quality of their materials because it's funny you say that, Adam, because I literally had a pair of cargo shorts from there that I probably bought when I was you know, like 10, 12 years ago. And they, they lasted. I still yeah. have them. It's like, they're probably they're ridiculously the same shorts I've heavy. got on. <laughs> they're they're yes. really heavy material. And yeah, they, yep. they held up. What color? So. Are they like a khaki or what yeah. color are they? Yeah, a khaki. Kind yeah, of cargo shirts. Do they have kind of a built-in belt and like yep. cross yep. and <laughs> little tag, little tag on the, like the lower left, yeah, or yeah. lower right pocket. Yeah. And some How cute. And Match. Yeah. Oh, geez. We're twins. <laughs> Look at that. They've lasted forever. I had two pair of them. One has gotten pretty shredded at this point and is a, is my lawn mowing shorts. So uh this anyway. Is, this has come into a, this has turned into an ad for Abercrombie and Fitch by <laughs> yes. th- yeah. th- Thank you well, Abercrombie and Fitch for bringing Adam and I together. <laughs> well, we could give props to their to their products that last a while, but we can't, you know, we can't give props to uh being right. Douchebag, douchebaggy. What they so, stand for. I just have to add one thing that I found in a related article. Um it's actually, you can link to it from this Reagan article. And I just think this is really funny, so I have to read it. So it says that the name that they're looking at doing is a nod to the more than $10 million the new Albany-based company has given the medical center in recent years, said Bob Mackle, a medical center spokesman, and for helping to create the Abercrombie & Fitch Chair in Inflammatory Bowel Disease Faculty Position. What? What? What, what was that? <laughs> Apparently, there's a faculty position called the Abercrombie and Fitch Chair in Inflammatory Bowel Disease. Uh, 
I kind of I get inflammatory bowel disease <laughs> anytime I walk into Abercrombie. <laughs> I think it's the volume of the music it just kind of loosens up all your insides and and the uh, the rich cologne that's being <laughs> the rich through the, through the HVAC system. <laughs> well, apparently Abercrombie helped create that position, so I just want to make sure I got that in. Good. Well, Lord. that's uh, that's nice. That's, that's specific. <laughs> yeah, that is quite specific. Yes, it is. It's super specific. All right. Well, let's on that uh, note. On that, on that note, let's move on. Um, <laughs> So we've got a uh, the next article that we're going to cover today comes from a uh, website that we refer to every once in a while when uh, it comes to um, organizations that have kind of gone through a, a, a rebranding of their visual identity. <clears throat> and there was one recently, I'd say within the last couple of weeks here, that uh, was pretty big news. And if you uh, follow branding news at all, you probably um, saw mention of this one. But this Yahoo has uh, kind of gone through gone through a process of creating a new brand identity for themselves. And um, yeah, this article covers it well. I'm pretty much on board with um, with this guy's assessment. So the way, what Yahoo did is they, they, they kind of, they, 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 unlike, unlike a lot of brands who, you know, when they go through this process, with the, with the exception of this, a few here and there lately who have kind of crowdsourced ridiculously their uh, rebranding, their, their uh, brand identity process, uh, Yahoo came out about 30 days ahead of ahead of when they were planning to release it and said, hey, we're doing this. Um, we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to go through this 30-day process, this 30 days of change, they called it. Um, and we're going to show you iterations of our logo, uh, one every one, every one of the 30 days, I believe was how they, how they set it up. I didn't actually follow it when it was happening. I think I saw a couple of them, um, but I didn't, wasn't, you know, I like the author of this article, I wasn't so excited that I wanted to follow every 30 days of (laughs) Yahoo's ideation of logos. Um, so every 30 days they featured a new one. They were I would say every 30 to every one that was featured was, you know, it wasn't like you were looking at rough sketches. Every single one of these marks in it, or they're all name marks, um, was a fairly fleshed out idea for, uh, for the logo for Yahoo. Uh, and then on day 30, they revealed or kind of un- unveiled this, uh, magical new mark that is now the new Yahoo logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I think they, they set it up to be this exciting process and, you, you know, you really were kind of led to believe that the end result was going to be this magical moment of the, this, 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 this unbelievable climax uh, that you would make you want to scream, Yahoo! But, um, I, you know, I don't know that that's quite what A it was. A logo unveiling is never that exciting, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so anyway, day 30 comes along and the internet is just a fire with uh, disappointment. Um, you know, the, the mark's not bad necessarily, but it's a very fairly bizarre evolution of the mark that Yahoo already had. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's, it's very kind of fun. Uh, you know, the letters are kind of scattered around. It's a typeface that's kind of comical or whimsical. Uh, the old one that is. Um, you know, an ending looks with the exclamation point because, you know, when you say it, you're supposed to yell it. Um, you know, it was fun. The old one was fun. So, I mean, they tried to keep an element of fun. And actually, the 30 versions of the logo up to the unveiling, I'd say almost every single one of them was kind of fun. And, you know, every like I said, I think every one of them was a viable mark in and of itself. Some were certainly better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but the final one... Uh, you know, I think I have more of an issue with the way they unveiled it and tried to, I don't know. Did you guys watch the video that kind of it's on this? There's one video on this page, but there's another one that's not on this page that they go into depth about the 
when Marissa Mayer talks about the process, because she was actually involved. I mean, she's not a designer herself. I mean, if you're, if you're familiar with Yahoo's story over like the last year, you know, they brought in Marissa Mayer, who originally was, um, you know, kind of one of the original people who got Google to where it is today. Uh, they brought her in as, as CEO. Uh, and it's, it was an exciting thing. She's a pretty, you know, she's a brilliant uh, brilliant woman, and I think she's going to do great. She has done some pretty cool things with the company so far, and some things that are maybe questionable. Uh, but she kind of took it upon herself to be what it sounds like, kind of leading design and development of this new logo. And you know, she herself is she's not a designer, um, so that was something that raised a lot of eyebrows. Uh, and then you know, our our philosophy is that a great mark can come potentially could come from anywhere. You know, when we right. have gone through branding processes in the past, you know, we've encouraged anyone to, to, to throw their ideas out on the table and, you know, they would be vetted right alongside everything else. And, you know, it's certainly as possible that, um, you know, somebody who is not a designer could come up with a great idea. You know, we've definitely seen some good ideas come from non-designer people. Um, so it's not to say that she can't come up with a good mark, but just kind of the way they described the process. And she did work with their design, their internal design team was this very kind of mathematical methodical process of, of, of perfect alignment of the element of the letters in the logo and the scaling. Cause some of the letters are still kind of scaled differently. I mean, I think pretty much just the, the initial, the, the Y and the final O. Right. Um, but they tried to. They kind of set it up as this. We went through this mathematical process of engineering this new name mark using the Optima font, which is kind of a not a bad font, but it's kind of drab, um, <laughs> to create this new mark that is like this engineering masterpiece of mathematical proportions. And it's like, come on, it's. I, I'm just. I kind of roll my yeah. eyes at that. I mean, it's it's interesting to watch the way that they scaled things, and and certainly that's it's a part of designing a good mark is making sure there's balance, but. You know, an interesting thing is, you know, oftentimes things that are like mathematically perfect are not pleasing to the eye necessarily. And I think there are some scaling and, and proportion issues with the new mark. Um, you know, the, the final O or the second O, I should say, feels kind of odd, really, in comparison to the second O. You know, the original mark, um, the final O, <laughs> kind of the, it was slightly scaled different, but the placement of it was more, you know, just the placement of all the letters made it, made the imperfections of every character feel appropriate. Um, whereas in this case, the slight difference in the second O almost feels, almost feels like a mistake. But anyway, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm rambling on and on. I'm not letting you guys get your two <laughs> you cents are a in little about bit, this yeah. thing. What do you, what do you think? I mean, I've got, an, I've got strong opinions about this one. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think about the market? Like I said, I don't hate it. It's not, it's certainly not bad. It certainly could have been a lot worse, but it's just what they ended up with felt like a bit of a letdown. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think, you know, on one hand, if they were looking to get attention around this, um, just given how competitive yeah. this area is and where they stand against, you know, Google, then I guess, you know, check, you got some attention, but now it's turned to be a little more negative and I think more of a disappointment, like you said. Um, the, the issue I have with it is, you know, I guess if they're, if this is evolving the, their, their mark, their logo to, to reflect, you know, more of who they are, then fine. But to build it up as though it's this, you know, something brand new and we're going to unveil it. I mean, I think to most people who, again, aren't maybe paying attention to Yahoo every day. It's like, oh, it, it changed. I mean, it's not. It's just yeah. not that drastic, you know. I, I mean, agree. if you're if you're if you're assessing it like we are, it's in the different nuances. Then, yeah, there's a there, you know, it's different, and you can 
you can look at it that way. But I think for most people, it's like, okay. And then it, the other thing I'm thinking about is, you know, we when you think about the, the, the brand, I mean, the experience is what makes the brand, and we talk about that a lot. And so if you're making a change with your, your logo, I'm just, you know, what is this tied to? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it sounds like it's their, it's supposed to be more reflective of who they are today. But, they're, you know, what is, what's changed there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, that part isn't really clear. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it could be tied to who they're trying to be. Yeah. Because um, they're certainly trying to reinvent themselves now. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see how the, the success they have with that. Uh, moving forward, you know, I think they're, I think they're, hopefully they're figuring out who they are. I think they do some great things uh, in the content space. So I would hate to see them go away because I'm not really sure who would replace them and do uh, as good as they do when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the content side of things, you know, Google's great about, about, about finding content for you. Um, you know, Yahoo's job is kind of to find content too, but they, they're more of a destination for content. Um, versus Google, where you got to go and start a search for content. So mm-hmm. I'd hate to see them go away because I think they do some good stuff in that space. They do have some good products. I still think Flickr is a good product, um, and they've made some changes to that. Actually, just upped my pro membership there to, you know, increase this the space that my wife and I have for storing photos. Um, so so they're they're doing good stuff. You know, it's interesting that they've kind of gone to this chiseled. You know, they call it this chiseled or beveled look uh, to the mark. Uh, and they like to. They specifically wanted to point out that that these these little beveled edges create a Y, and many of the letters, uh, kind of a subliminal, subliminal yeah. message, much like the mom in the Wendy's logo we talked about recently, which wasn't at all intentional. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing this was kind of a side effect or something that they realized as they were as they were giving the text some dimension. They're like, hey, cool, look, there's little Ys here. Let's let's say that was intentional. Um, but no, maybe I'm being cynical there. Maybe that was intentional. <laughs> But yes. I don't know, the, the the logo feels more googly now to me, really, than it did before. Um, uh, not, yeah. it's, it's probably because they're, they're going with, uh, it's, it's, it's the way that the, the, the proportions of the, of the, the weight in the, in the O's, um, sim, much, very similar to uh, the characters in the Google font. And Google, is, it's a serif, this is a sans serif, but there's still kind of that proportion thing going on. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know. I mean... Like overall, the end result is, I mean, I just think it's funny that we're even talking about it this much because it is kind of underwhelming. I'm looking at their other options and some of them are so much more fun. Again, I'm not a designer, but just kind of what they ended up on and just like all the math and like the science behind it. It's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where you lose me, you know, after all the hype, but. Right. There are definitely some, yeah, I agree, Jackie, some of these other options that would f- would have felt a little more interesting, but mm-hmm. yeah, so be it. They have well, the, the rationale. Math part, the math part about it is interesting because they're really hanging their hat on that part of it. I mean, even in the way that's presented in this in the, the blog post here on underconsideration.com, um, is they're really hanging their math on, or hanging their math, hanging their hat on <laughs> the way that they engineered this thing. Uh, and I think that's so much a behind-the-scenes uh, uh, thing you know, it's it's supposed to, when you when you show someone a mark, you shouldn't ha- it, you shouldn't have to explain the perfection. The mark should just feel right. It should say what it needs to say. You know, obviously, as we tell clients, it can't say everything. You know, a lot of that comes from you, and the the brand becomes you know the the mark becomes what it what it stands for based on you know what you do, the services you deliver. Um, 
So, but it, but it's, 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 you should never have to explain like this part of it. It should just be obvious. It just, it should feel right. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to describe why it feels right. Um, and you know, I think that the presentation was probably more because it was, they thought it was a fun, cool way to present it. And it certainly is an interesting way to present it, but it something feels a little bit off about it to me. So anyway, so that's the Yahoo mark. We'll have a link to that article, um, in the show notes. So check it out. And that's the uh, end of our podcast time. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be. We're we're just we're just at about a, a minute under the half hour mark, and I think we started um, once we started recording. We were probably thirty to sixty seconds in, so we certainly could try to squeeze this final thing in. Uh, but maybe we'll save it for the next time. Yeah, it's kind Let's of save a it fun for the next thing. time. Yeah. We could talk more about it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll save the final thing here for the next show. So with that, let's bring this sucker to a close uh let's see you can follow us online on twitter at uh at interval crew uh you find us on facebook of course as well that's facebook.com slash think interval uh our website thinkinterval.com. come over there and check it out and uh as we talked about earlier in the show um if you're going to be at shishmed this year in chicago um stop by say hi and if you want to be on the show let us know uh, we've got some openings still. So uh, this is Adam Meyer with uh, Interval Robert signing Primo. off. Also, oh, yep, I was going to say, go ahead. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and this I'm is squeezing, I'm squeezing this closing into a, a tight little soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Jackie Retackle. And we'll catch you guys next time.